to the Mostly Podcast at Night, episode 39, Halloween and Halloween 2. Everyone is entitled to one good scare, trick or treat or podcast. All three, please. All three, yay. Hello, welcome. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Halloween-a-Palooza. Halloween-a-Palooza. No, I'm Carnage. I'm Chaos. And yes, welcome to Halloween Palooza. We are super excited because this is actually our first anniversary as a podcast from when we first recorded. So we're doing something special this month. We are going to be watching all the Halloween movies. So we're going to be doing a couple episodes, usually a session. Mm-hmm. Uh, Halloween 3 gets its own. And then Halloween 4, 5, and 6 is going to be one. Mm-hmm. We have a method to our madness. But there's yeah. some exciting stuff for you guys. There's going to be trivia every episode. First one to give us an answer to our trivia question, either on Instagram or Facebook, is going to get a prize. Then stickers, stickers. Yeah, that's right. You could own your very own "They Mostly Podcast Tonight" official sticker. <laughs> Bonus officially, officially. Then we're also going to have a bingo game. Head over to Instagram or Facebook and find your bingo card. Select a bingo card or more if you really want to, and play Halloween bingo with us. So you're going to play as we watch the movies. So every time we do a podcast, that's the Halloweens you're going to use for those tropes on that bingo card. The first 10 people that get a bingo are going to get a prize. Everyone who gets a bingo is going to go into a drawing for an even better prize. So play those bingo cards and get them into us. Are we announcing prizes yet? Uh, prizes, yes, we can. Prizes for a bingo is going to be an official They Mostly Podcast at Night sticker. Officially. Officially. And the big prize is going to be a mug. They mostly podcast that night mug. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. You can drink your favorite hot or cold beverages from this mug. That's right. Either either temperature either or. works. Yes. Or lukewarm. Oh, tap water. <laughs> mm, tap water. Yum. Weird water drinkers. Mm-hmm. I love water. Okay, so I've got the two trivia questions for this week. First one is, what is the body count for Halloween 1 and Halloween 2? And the second question is, what is Paris Hilton's relationship to this movie? Ooh, Halloween 2? Halloween 1. Halloween 1. Halloween 1. good trivia question. So, answer the questions. First people that answer each question correct get a sticker. An official, they mostly podcast the night sticker. It's beautiful. You'll love it. Officially. Officially. So, um, head over to her Instagram and Facebook and get those questions answered. All right. Sounds good. So, yeah, so hop over to Instagram and Facebook. We're going to talk all about it. But the most important thing is listen to every podcast Monday night through October. I mean, yes, you should be listening to us anyway every Monday. But now, even more reason to do it. Do you want to add anything else about that chaos? No, I think you covered it really well. Thank you. I Mm -hmm. try. I do sales for a living. Can you tell? I can tell. I'm totally going to sell our stickers. I don't know why we both sound like we're from California right now. I am from California. (laughs) I'm phoning it in tonight. (laughs) From California. From California. Okay. Now you're going to offend all of our viewers from California. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, so Halloween Flusa begins tonight. First two episodes were Halloween and Halloween 2. That's right. The start of Mike Myers. The start of Mike Myers. Myers. And the, for some, hopefully end of Mike Myers, but for most, triumphantly not end of Mike Myers, but we're getting to that way later. Way later. So, 
Halloween was first done in 1978, and then Halloween 2 was done in 1981. Um, Halloween, <laughs> Halloween, the original, was rated R. It was an hour and 31 minutes long, and it got a 7.8 on the IMBD scale. Halloween 2, again, done in 1981, was an R, and it was an hour and 32 minutes, and it rated a 6.6 .6 on the IMBD scale. How about that tomato meter for both? Tomato meter for Halloween 1978 is certified fresh at a 93%. Critics consensus, scary, suspenseful, and viscerally thrilling. Halloween set the standard for modern horror films. Audience score, 89%. For Halloween 2 in 1981... The tomato meter, much worse this time, uh, sadly. A uh, green splodge at 31%. No critic consensus. However, audience score a bit better at 63%. Not too bad. Not mm -hmm. too bad at all. So, um, summary? summary? Summary. Okay. So, Mike Myers, when he's six, he kills his sister Judith. He goes away to a mental hospital only to break out 15 years later to head back to his hometown, uh, hometown, to head back to his hometown of Haydenfield. Haddonfield? Haddonfield, whatever. And things go awry. Things go so Or everyone. Awry. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it's super exciting. <laughs> and it's super awesome. Mm -hmm. And how do we want to start? Do you want to talk about the first one first, then go into the second one? Let me read... Uh, yeah, oh, oh, you want to read the tomato? I was going to read the movie info. Okay, go ahead. A young boy kills his sister on Halloween of 1963 and is sent to a... This is exactly what you read. Oh, boy. Because yeah, it's the same thing. I read it. I actually did a good summary this time. Hello. Ugh. No, it's like verbatim your summary. You just read no. it from something. No, I didn't. I, I read it from my mind. My it's, mind. It's exactly what you said. He was six. He killed his sister. He was in a insane time for 15 years. He escaped. He went back home. Started killing lots of other people. <laughs> Right? Yes. And things went awry. Doesn't say things went awry on there, too? I mean, at that point, I would start to think that drugs were alive. But no. <laughs> it does not say things went awry. All right. Let's talk a little bit about your main cast. You have Mike Myers. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Um, what was that? I don't know. I'm getting punchy. I don't know. I guess You so. have your main heroine, Lori Strode. Jamie Miss Lee Curtis. The incomparable Jamie Lee. Who keeps me regular these days. Thank you very much, Jamie oh, Lee. We love you. Activia. What? Activia. I, I, I eat her yogurt. Okay, I don't she think keeps it's me regular. her yogurt. Well, but... she promotes it, so. Yep. She'll be excited to know that she keeps me regular. I'm sure she'll be super excited to know when that. When we meet her. I'm yeah. so excited for that. Yeah. Are you ready for that? Yeah. Hopefully that happens someday. Anyway. Yeah. Um, and then there's Loomis, or Dr. Loomis, although I really feel wrong calling him a doctor. He's pretty much the worst doctor ever. Oh, no, I meant worse. But he's the worst doctor on the screen. It's over screen. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically what I meant. Um, that's by Donald Pleasance. Um... Unfortunately, Mike is played by different people, so we should really talk about... Do you want to talk a little bit about what he's called in the movies? He's called The Shape. Okay. Oh, oh, that was it. Okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> what he's called. Thanks. Uh, well, also in the first movie, you have uh, Nancy Keys as Annie. You've got PJ Souls. PJ Souls. We love PJ. PJ Souls. As Linda. Um, you've got a young 
Young, Kyle Richards as Lindsay, and then Brian Andrews as Tommy. And then you got lots of other people. I don't know. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. That's in the first movie. In the second movie, Halloween 2, um, anyone of note you want to talk about in the second movie? Because I think it's um, still Donald Pleasance. It is still Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't think The Shape or Mike. It's Dick Warlock is The Shape. Awesome last name. <laughs> Warlock? I know, yeah. right? Well, the whole name, Dick Warlock. Yeah. That is a fantastic Dick name. It's got to be a stage name. That's amazing. Um, you got Lee Brackett. You've got um, people. Yeah, you got people. No one really people, know. People. People who are people. people. And it's nice because the second one is an exact continuation from the first one. Yeah, you even get a little recap in the beginning. I which is that. annoying if you walk, watch them back to back. It but... is because you're like, wait, I just watched this. Yes. Yeah. So, um, you want to start with the first one first? This is your favorite film, isn't it? Your favorite horror? This is my favorite slasher. Favorite slasher. My favorite Tell slasher us why it's your favorite is Halloween. Slasher. I don't know. Um, well, it terrified me the first time I saw it. I mean, the first time I saw any of the Halloweens. I didn't actually see Halloween 1 first. I saw 2 first, actually. I woke up on Halloween night at a friend's slumber party, and it was on TV, just like <laughs> playing to a room of slumbering girls, and I just watched it, trying to fall back to sleep, and I was just utterly terrified. And, um, but intrigued, and years later I tracked it down and found out what I had actually watched, and then, like, watched all of the Halloween movies, and just, I don't know, I just... I was just drawn... I think I was drawn to, um... The Michael Myers slasher specifically because of probably because of Jamie Lee Curtis originally because I just enjoyed her so much as Laurie Strode. She was um, awesome. She was so awesome. But um, I don't know. I liked. I just liked the character of Michael Myers. He was. Uh, I don't know why I liked him. I really don't. I just did. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's not my favorite slasher, but I do love this film. Um, it's classic, man. Mm-hmm. Classic villain, classic slasher villain. You, you know, Freddy, Freddy, Jason, Mike. Those are your three. I say it over time and time again, but those are your three main guys, you know? Mm-hmm. I do like... Jamie Lee's amazing. Mm-hmm. She is absolutely amazing. Um, and... She only gets better with age, too. But mm-hmm. she was great. She was a teenager when she did this, too. Yeah, 19. Yeah. Yeah, she was the only teenager out of the teenagers. You know how mm-hmm. they cast, like, 30-year-olds for teenagers. So, right. Um, to be able to hold a screen like that, to be able to hold a movie, basically. Oh, yeah, and her first movie. Yeah. That's amazing. Just, yeah, wow. So, right, I'm surprised right, she doesn't right. do more these days. Like, she does some here and there, but... She doesn't have she doesn't, to. Well, she doesn't, but she, you know, don't don't hold your talent from us. <laughs> Share your talent with people, you know? It's, it's a thing. I mean, just recently she published, or she wrote a book. Did she? Yeah, she, uh, her book came out about, uh, it's like a kid's book about, like, selfie culture. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna have to look into that. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So... All right, so um, let's talk a little bit about this one. So Mike Myers comes back. He mm-hmm. he murders his... Do we want to spoil this? We're going to say spoiler alerts up front. Spoiler, spoiler alerts for everything. For everything. As always. So he kills his sister Judith when he's six. Right. Somehow he finds out that Lori is his other sister. We don't know how. We don't know how he found out. And he escapes, 
and he goes back to try to kill her. Yeah, the way um, you don't know the first Dr. One. Loomis puts it is that he basically um, just... It, it's weird because, because Lori hasn't been born yet, but the way Dr. Loomis puts it is he just has been waiting since that night to kill his other sister. Like, he just... No, she had been born. She was two. Oh, said. she was two. She oh, was two. Oh, sorry. That's okay. Yeah, because she's 17 now. But, yeah, he said that she he he was waiting since that night to kill his other sister, too. Yeah, which we don't know why. Um, I, I have ideas as to why. Um, you know, you, my thought process is, as you see, when his first sister gets um, murdered, she's naked in front of a mirror. I think it's about sexual awakening and for her to come into her... Something about maturity. You know, waiting for her to get into her sexual maturity before he kills them. I don't know. There's some deep-seated... He just goes insane and kills her. Well, I think there's more to that, but that's okay. That's just my thoughts. So, but he no, waits to go back to kill Lori. He is supposed to be the unknown, the unknowable killer in the original Halloweens, and we'll get into this more later. Um, he really doesn't have rhyme or reason or purpose. But then She's in, in the, when we get to the zombie movies, I'll talk about that more but they they go into a backstory for the character that didn't exist for him here okay well like i said these are just my opinion but anyway. i mean yeah i mean you can interpret so can, the, it I, however I you want you can have an interpretation if you uh, want to it's it's then, it's just like with the next movie coming up yes exactly there's definitely open our interpretation on that one too <clears throat> i do <laughs> i do like that he uses a knife a lot in the first one Mm-hmm. Um, and then he gets more creative in the second one. Mm-hmm. Like, I love the hot tub death. Mm-hmm. So fantastic. And I love how when he kills them, he just kind of tilts his head and looks at them. Like, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. That's how you kill someone, by stabbing them in the neck and pinning them to a wall. Yeah. I mean, just, it's funny. Um, but I do enjoy that as well. I do question the stabbings. Because from what I learned, I'm not an expert Fuck you. <laughs> but for when I learned um, about stabbings through psychology classes, it's the thought behind why somebody uses a knife specifically is it is a supposed to be an extension. They're unable to. Um, it has to do with their penis, basically. <laughs> it's what it comes down to. Gross. It is. It's a sexual thing. And so the the um, the idea behind it is that the stabbing what about is women a sexual satisfaction. The same for women. They just have a penis. It's just the sexual satisfaction. So usually, when you see a stab victim, they're stabbed more than once. But Mike only stabs him once. It's very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. He's just one and done. One and done. He's Magic Mike. He's one and done. The one-inch tower of power. Wait, that's not right. <laughs> um. So I find that interesting that it's... it's Yes, he stabs him, but he's not having that sexual component of that. So that's no, there's no release or anything. No, it's no just, release. boom, you're dead. That's all I yeah. wanted to do was kill you, and now I'm moving on. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's. It's kind of almost implied that it's like an otherworldly evil too. Like it's not. It's almost like like it's not. There's really nothing Doctor Loomis or any doctor could be doing for him. No. In in you in this in this Halloween, it's implied that he's just this. He's basically the supernatural entity, and so there's a question of whether he was ever really human. There is that question. Yeah. Um, but he definitely, I mean, it definitely, there, was, there wasn't there was supposed to be, like, a implied psychological 
component because it was almost implied that he was just evil. Like he was just this otherworldly evil thing. Hmm. I don't know. It's interesting. It is. It is. Um, question I have for you. Mm-hmm. Um, in the second movie, you remember the kid? I can't think of his name right now, and I'm looking it up as we speak. He was supposed to be like Ben Tramer. How did you know? Because I knew what you were going to ask. No, it wasn't Ben. It was Jimmy. Oh, fine. We're not on the same wavelength. No. Jimmy, remember he goes into his car and then he... I thought he passed out, but I think he died, didn't he? Do you know what I'm talking about? It's at the end of the movie in their hospital. And he finds Lori in his car. The, the EMT. Jimmy. Oh, Jimmy, the yes. EMT. I thought you were talking about her crush, Ben Tramer, no. who gets killed. How does he get killed? Remember he was in the costume that looked kind of like Michael Myers and he got... Oh, is that him? Kill, ...hit by between the ambulance and the police car? That was yes. Ben Tramer. I thought you were asking about Ben no. Tramer. No, I was asking about Jimmy in the second... <laughs> this is the second one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that happens in the second that's one. That's true. They all kind of blur together after you watch them one by one by one. So I'm just saying... Well, when you watch them... Back to back to back. Back to back and then you don't watch them for like two weeks and then you try to podcast one week, about them. One week we missed. One. Anyway... Um, no, Jimmy was the EMT. Remember, he finds Lori hiding in his car. Yeah, I remember that. And then that. he turns the car on, but then he Just... passes out. I think he died. Like, you don't see him wake up again or anything, or they don't take his body. I don't no, know how No, he... I think he died, too, but it's not really clear, like, how, how he died. Yeah. I was just curious if you knew anything more about that. I don't remember. Okay. It's I... just very weird. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, what's your favorite death? In, mm. in in both. Okay, well, Ben Tramer is my favorite death in the second one. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's so tragic. It's it not is, even him. It's kind of funny. It's like, oh, it's awful. It's so awful. It's awful. I love it. it um, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, did you ever see the movie Very Bad Things with Christian Slater? No, I don't like him. Okay, I'm not going to spoil another movie. Um, but that's how one of the characters die in that too, and it just—it's traumatic. It's like seeing it. So yeah. yeah, yeah, it was traumatic. It was very impactful. I liked it. Um, first movie. Um, I'm gonna say Bob's death is my favorite. Really? Yeah. Okay. Why? Because I like that it's like the one overkill death in the movie. Okay. I'm going to say Linda for the first one. Because I like how he dresses up in Bob's glasses as a ghost and everything and goes to get her. Yeah. No, wait. I'm thinking of the wrong thing. He doesn't overkill Bob. Yeah, I thought he just stabbed him in the neck and looked at him and that was it. Yeah, he did. What are you thinking of? I don't know. I was thinking of a different movie entirely. I'm tired for some reason tonight. Were you thinking of Nightmare on Elm Street? (laughs) Nope. Okay. I don't know what I was thinking of. So what's your favorite death from the first one? I don't know. Do you want to just stick with Ben Tramer from the second one? I have Ben Tramer from the second one. I don't don't really... I know my least favorite death is Annie because I don't want Annie to die. Everyone's got to die. Everyone. Um, I guess... I don't feel like the deaths were that great in the first one as much as they I loved weren't. the first they were one. All stabs. The deaths were all just like stab, you're dead, stab, yeah. you're dead. Stab, that's what I'm saying. Dead. The second one gets better. Yeah. So that's why I like the hot tub death. You like yeah, the Ben Tramer. were more creative in the second one. Oh, very one. much so. Oh, look, think about the one that he, um, 
in in the second one where I he bleeds out Mrs. Alves. I mean, he fucking drains oh, yeah. her blood. That's awesome. So much better death in that scene. Yeah. Um, okay. How about rating the musical score? Okay. Um... Well, number one is, like, the definitive. Agreed. So I feel like it gets a nine. Okay. And two, um... I don't remember it being bad. Okay. I honestly don't really remember the second one. So why do you rate it? Well, like six. Six, Okay. All right, um, I'm gonna rate one a, t- a ten. Actually, it's one of my really? favorite scores. Yeah, wow. it creeps me out to this day. Um, it's and so I think two is actually continuance of it. So I'm gonna go seven with that. It's not as great, like you said. It's mm-hmm. not as memorable because you're still remembering it from the first one. But yeah, it's not as memorable. Um, but yeah, I like I like the first one a lot. It's like one of it's my favorite, one of my favorite, if not my favorite scores. So it is really awesome. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk a little about the trivia that you had? Because I know you had one piece about the budget. Oh, yeah, the budget. That was my most favorite thing of learning the, about this. The budget for this movie, for, for Halloween, the original, was uh, $325,000. That's crazy. Yes, and it made like $14 million. Yes. And, and it was really funny. The reason why it was three hundred and twenty-five. dollars thousand dollars instead of just three hundred thousand dollars the twenty five thousand dollars was done dan david pleasance's uh salary right he was gonna get twenty five thousand for shooting his five days and he returned right it. and then they had to go find the twenty five thousand dollars so that was why it was three hundred and twenty five thousand dollars yeah um yeah because there was no money they didn't have a costume department all the people uh, all the actors wore their own clothes mm-hmm. um it's pretty crazy so yeah. yeah, this m- movie was made for. I mean, in even at in the day, three hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars was nothing. Like a a tiny budget for a movie even back then was like three million dollars. Like it's crazy to think how little money they had to make this movie. That like they filmed in California, obviously, and and uh, because they couldn't didn't have any money to go anywhere, obviously. <laughs> And they had, like, one bag of painted leaves that they threw around the set. And then they had to go collect them all every shoot, you know, every time, every take. And collect every single leaf and put them back in the bag so they could throw them all around again. (laughs) I love that. Yeah, because that was all the leaves they had. Oh, that's so great. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Um, Yeah, I mean, this is Jamie Lee's first film. We talked about that. She got 8000 for hers. Mm -hmm. That's all she got for her first film. That's crazy. But yeah, it, I mean, from 325000 to making, think about all the Halloweens that they've made over the years. And the money, like the return on this investment was amazing. To be an independent film and just get as much money, it's, it's pretty fucking incredible when you think about it, so. Yeah, um, the uh, guy who did, who was uh, The Shape... Nick Castle, who wasn't actually an actor, but just a friend of theirs from film school, earned mm-hmm. $25 a day. Nice. Kind of reminds me of, like, the Dawn of the Dead, <laughs> when they were talking about their, their budgets, how they gave them, like, a box lunch and stuff. It's kind of, like, the same thing, you know? Yeah. And some of the greatest films have been low-budget stuff. Um, as a second piece of trivia, I have that um, John Carpenter's gone on record as saying that he never intended the whole virginity thing. Um, you know, the virgin, oh. um, 
to, to that, practice virginity as a way of defeating a rampaging killer. That became uh, the trope for the genre that you right. created. Yeah. Like, the reason why the horny teenagers all die is simply because they're so preoccupied with getting money that they don't notice there's a killer on large. <laughs> so, um, but Lori, on the other hand, spends more time alone, so she's more alert. Makes sense. I like so, that. But I, you know, I love that's a trope throughout using it. You know, it, it comes all the way down to scream that they use it again. Like, <laughs> I wish it was if you're a virgin. You know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's my last piece of trivia for that. So <laughs> okay, cool. Um, do I get to the Marigold? Yeah, um, yeah. So our Marigold Award, we usually give it out to if there's a movie where they just got a little lazy with the script writing and uh, didn't instead of working the exposition, weaving it craftily into their narrative, they just, you know, throw a person or object or place, like, suddenly into the movie to spout exposition and then leave again. And that was their only purpose, and it's, like, sloppy, bad storytelling. And that's what the Marigold Award is, based on our episode three of our podcast, when we reviewed Last Shift, and the Marigold character was just there for exposition. Don't get us wrong. We love Mary Gold. We love Natalie Victoria, who played her. Yeah, oh, we can love the character. Oh, yeah. We can enjoy the character. She's but, the best part of the movie. But it's just yeah. not a good thing for no. storytelling purposes. So, anyway, that's what our Marigold Award is. But um, we were saying uh, we don't think before this that we don't really think that there is one. Yeah. I mean, the case could be made for Dr. Loomis a little bit. Uh, I could see that, but um, I also feel like he's kind of important to the story. Yes, I agree. So, yeah, I don't really feel that there is one. Okay. No miracle. And then... Um, fan fiction. Ratings, then fan Oh, fiction. ratings. I forgot. I always screw that up. Okay. So, for ratings for one, I will give it a 10. Um, obviously, it's my favorite of the slashers and one of my favorite horror movies. Um, and for number two, I will go with the seven. Okay. Um, number one, I'm going to go a 9.99. Mm-hmm. And number two, because there are better deaths in it, mm-hmm. but it's still not as good as the first, mm-hmm. I'm going to go 8.057. Okay. So. Yeah, I will say as as much as it felt like a different movie, I didn't think it was quite as good as the first one. I did agree that there were a lot of creative deaths in it, and I really didn't think it deserved the harsh criticism that it got. No, I agree. All right, on to fan fiction. So, right. Archive of Our Own, where the normal people are, <laughs> has 133 different fan fictions mm-hmm. of varying works, um, different pairings, different mixes and then you go to fanfiction.net and they're over 300 <laughs> and they are crossed with some of the regular ones you see Friday the 13th Nightmare on Elm Street I give you that then there's Batman <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer <laughs> Harry Potter what? Hellraiser okay. Teen Wolf <laughs> NCIS what Criminal Minds Terminator Animaniacs Oh my god. My Little Pony. Animaniacs. And I think my most favorite one, SpongeBob SquarePants. How? I don't, I don't no. want to know. I don't want to know. I do want to know. So I really was happen. wishing that the Criminal Minds one was um, Michael Myers fighting crime, but it's not. No, it's them going after him. I wanted it to be slash so with Derek Morgan. Derek Morgan slash with Mike Myers. <laughs> Who Very could nice. win in that fight? Mike Myers or Derek Morgan? I don't know. 
I'm say Derek Morgan would kick his ass. You really think so? He's got a gun. Mike Myers is impervious to bullets. Derek Morgan is man of steel. Mike Myers is literally man of harder than steel. He's impervious to bullets. Derek Morgan has Reed, who would outsmart Mike Myers. Mike Myers is impervious to bullets. Mike Myers is and not is impervious really to brains, though. really good at stabbing things. I think he wins everything. <laughs> All Goodbye. Right, fine. All right. Um, so, yeah. Don't forget, Halloween Palooza begins today. That's right. Today, people. This podcast is going to be up early so you can get your jump start on Halloween Palooza. That's right. It's going to be all month long. All month long. So get over your asses to Instagram and Facebook. Pick out a bingo card. That's uh, right. Make sure you answer our trivia questions. Did we get our trivia questions in? We did. Do you want to pimp us before we go? Yeah, I'll pin by. So, so if you have been affected by any of the issues raised on Halloween Palooza, you can address those to podcastatnight at gmail.com. Our website is theymostlypodcastatnight.com. We are on anchor.fm slash podcastatnight. On social media, social media, we are on Facebook and Instagram at podcastatnight. And we have individual Instagrams at chaosatnight and at carnageatnight. And we are everywhere podcasts can be heard. Yay! And the villagers rejoice. And so that'll be it from Chaos, saying stay bloodthirsty, friends. And goodnight from Carnage. And as always, we are filmed in front of a live studio audience of cats. Thanks for listening to They Mostly Podcast at Night. Our theme song is by the Computer Music All-Stars under a Creative Commons Attribution License. Link in the show notes.